going to read from Philippians chapter 3, verses 15 to 21. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join with others in following my example, brothers, and take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you. For as often as I have told you before and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the Christ of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a saviour from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will become like his glorious body. Amen. I realise that the sermon is still to come will create a mixed reaction amongst you. There are one or two will be thinking, oh, that's really good, the service isn't over yet. The rest of you might be thinking, oh, come on. So I, I will try and be brief for the benefit of the latter category of people. If I, if I were to ask you which landmark is a prehistoric monument which still stands in the English country, county of Wiltshire and gave you a choice of Stonehenge, Hadrian's Wall, Offersdyke or Fountains Abbey, I expect most of you would, would get the answer right, which is... Wonderful. What is the name of the admiral who died in a sea battle in 1805 and has a monument in Trafalgar Square, London? Is it Cook, Drake, Nelson or Raleigh? Wonderful. You would all get two questions right on the British citizenship test. Those are our two actual or typical questions that you have to pass. You have to get 75% if you want to pass the test and become a citizen of the United Kingdom. They're taken from The Guardian. I'm not sure whether The Guardian broke the Official Secrets Act, but if you look on the official websites, they say, we can't tell you what the questions are, so you can't mug up on them beforehand. But The Guardian said, well, these, these are some of the questions that people are expected to ask. You can take the test as often as you want, but it does cost £50 a time to take it. It's all about people living in the United Kingdom who want to be citizens of the United Kingdom. And so the government say you ought to know a little bit about the UK if you want to be a citizen of it. In Philippians 3, Paul talks about our citizenship being in heaven. And that's something different because we're not living in heaven and applying for citizenship there. We are living down here and claiming allegiance or loyalty to heaven as our ruling power. Gina and Simon, you are citizens of heaven. You've affirmed that this morning. Many translations favour the idea of Paul saying that we are are a colony of heaven. A colony being defined as a group of people who are separate from, but subject to, a ruling power. So we are separate from heaven, but we are subject to heaven. That's how a colony works. It's distant from the parent country, but it claims allegiance to and submission to the parent country, wherever that is. Philippi was a colony of Rome. The Emperor Augustus had established, 
established, a, a, established it as a colony and settled it with veterans from the army. And as citizens from Rome, they were exempt from taxes. The colony had freedom of self-government and was subject to Roman judicial procedures. There in the middle of Greece was a little bit of Rome, and that was Philippi. The city had the right to use Roman coinage, they could speak the Roman language, they could observe Roman holidays. They dressed like Romans. If you lived in Philippi, it was a little bit like living on Roman soil. If you are in church, it should be a little bit, don't get your hopes up too much, a little bit like living in heaven. You catch glimpses just very occasionally. The inhabitants of Philippi were proud of their city, proud of their ties with Rome, proud to observe Roman customs and obey Roman laws, proud to be Roman citizens. Philippi was a reproduction of Rome. Paul says that we are citizens of heaven. We should be proud of that identity, proud of that allegiance, proud of how we live as citizens of heaven. Those who have citizens of heaven here and now know that this is where we ultimately belong. It's where our allegiance and loyalty lie. And while we can't say that's where we come from, we can say that is where we are ultimately going to. This is going to be my eternal home, where I shall be long after my three score years and ten, or however long it is, have passed down here. Because I know Jesus Christ as my saviour, and one day he will transform this lowly mortal body, increasingly subject to frailty and mortality, so that it is like his glorious resurrection body. That is the hope that Christians cherish for the future. But here and now, we are called to live on earth as citizens of heaven. And saying, Jesus is Lord, here in my heart, necessarily makes a difference to who we are and how we live. P.T. Forsyth put it well. If within us we find nothing over us, we will succumb to what is around us. I like that so much I'm going to say it again. If within us we find nothing over us, we will succumb to what is around us. Having Christ reigning in our hearts means that we won't just blend in with the crowd and, and succumb to peer pressure. We will be different. Yes, in an ideal world, we will always have the strength of mind and character to govern ourselves and do the right thing. A glance at the news will tell you this is not an ideal world. Most of, act- most of us actually do not leave lives that are perfect because we're not perfect people. We may aspire to that. But all too often, peer pressure, the materialism of the culture in which we live, and just plain selfish. Self-interest combined to ensure that if we don't submit our lives actively and consciously to Jesus as Lord, we very easily end up succumbing to what is second rate, degrading to ourselves and damaging to those with whom we live. We need a power within us to enable us to be different. One of the benefits of Philippi being a Roman colony was that it had the principle and privilege of self-governance. It could choose to accept Roman laws and the Roman way of life. In the same way, being a citizen of heaven means that we have self-governance, self-control. We are liberated from anything and everything that keeps us from being the people God intends us to be. That is part of what it means to be saved. Sometimes people think if you're citizens of heaven, that means you're going to be too heavenly minded to be of any earthly use. The opposite, in actual, in actual fact, is the case. The first two verses of a poem by Tom Colvin sum up what freedom in Christ is like. Free to be different, to live life a different way, to be citizens of heaven in practice. It goes like this. When we walk alone and work for self, when we make our plans just to increase our wealth, 
Needy neighbours there by the roadside cry, but we pass them by and take the other side. Free us to serve. Yes, free us to serve. All in Christ are free to serve. But the lonely road leads to slavery. Life is full of fear and the end we cannot see. But Christ has set us free. He's shown us the way loving, serving others brings us liberty. Free us to serve. Yes, free us to serve. All in Christ are free to serve. As citizens of heaven, we are free to live life differently, but that means we will choose to serve other people. Martin Luther said, the Christian is the most free person of all, subject to nobody. The Christian is the most dutiful servant of all, subject to everybody. We are set free so that we can choose to serve others as citizens of heaven. That is how we should live our lives. Baptism is the right of entry into the kingdom of heaven where all are free and free to serve. It is a way of saying, as Simon has done, Jesus is Lord. It expresses a readiness to die to and leave behind the way we used to live, living for ourselves, and rise to live a new life, living for Christ and serving others. Giving Jesus our loyalty, living our lives under his sovereignty as citizens of heaven, as he enables us to do just that. And why would we want to? Perhaps it's the unconditional love, wiping the slate clean of our past mistakes and failures. Perhaps it's the experience of being changed from the inside out so that we will never be the same again. Perhaps it's the change of the focus of our lives from the ultimately unsatisfying quest of pursuing what I want to the freedom just to be who I am in Christ. A citizen of heaven, loved and accepted and secure for all eternity. And unlike the UK, the kingdom of heaven welcomes all comers. There is no test to pass, no minimum mark you need to attain. The door is open wide for anyone who will trust in Christ and say, Lord, take charge of my life and let your kingdom come here in my heart and rule in my mind and govern who I am. The door is open wide and Christ invites us all in without exception. And our response can be very simple in the words of an old hymn. It can simply be saying, into my heart, into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today, come in to stay, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. That's all it takes. Working it out takes a lifetime. But the fundamental step is saying, Lord, my life is yours. Simon spoke about coming first to baptism and church membership classes, then an alpha course. We have the opportunity to run a series of baptism and church membership classes running up to Christmas, probably during the day. So if you want just to explore what that might entail, have a word with me this morning and we'll see if we can sort out a time that's convenient for all those who are interested. Thank you for listening. I hope I haven't taken too long. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you came down from the kingdom of heaven to a world that was disordered and messy and violent and painful and sometimes hopeless. And you brought us salvation. You gave us a living hope. You gave us the opportunity to have Christ as Lord coming into our lives and changing us. You gave us love without measure. You gave us yourself. Thank you for that. Thank you for the opportunity to have your kingdom ruling in our hearts and minds, for us to be citizens of heaven and to live that out in practice. Help Simon and Gina to do just that. Help those of us who owe our loyalty to you to do just that. And thank you for the invitation to the rest of us to come and be citizens of heaven because by your death and resurrection 
you open the door wide for everybody. And you love us, and you invite us, and you call us. Amen.